Hey guys, and welcome back to the New Equipment Podcast. Uh, Kylie, we, we actually did that last time. Oh. Yep, all about leveling up. Right. Kylie's still super stoked. Anyway. I think she just wants to push some buttons. I've offered, and she doesn't want to touch the soundboard yet. Still not, a little afraid? Not yet. Still a little afraid I might mess something up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, actually, in this episode, we're going to be talking about mental preparedness for self-defense. So mental preparedness. We've done podcasts about this topic before. Kind of, but not exactly the same. Um, But, you know, it's not like we can sit here and never touch another podcast that we've ever done before. Exactly. Yeah. And it's important. And and, and there's always deeper levels to things and different Mm -hmm. ways of looking at it and different angles. It's like, you know, I've taught for, um, I've taught martial arts for years and done not like a perfect job at it, but done a good job at never teaching the same class twice because even when i'm talking about the same things uh we're trying to look at it from a different angle and trying to do it a little bit differently uh probably one of the best uh compliments i ever gotten was from one of my black belts who has been a black belt for several years at this point in time he goes you know he said i have sit in here and and worked with you for i think he said seven or eight years at this point in time and he says i can't believe how you keep coming up with things in ways that is always different and always challenging, even for somebody who's been doing this with you for eight years. And uh, so, yeah, we, we try to approach the podcast the same way. We may cover the same subject, but we're going to kind of cover it from a little different angle. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, in this podcast, we're going to talk about, like, mental awareness uh, or, sorry. Preparedness. Prepar- preparedness. Awareness is part of it. But yeah. anyway. All that said, I think it's time for us to hear from uh, CERT. Yeah. Man, my trigger rule has gotten so much better. What did you say that this was called? A CERT pistol. S-I-R-T CERT. It's a laser pistol that allows you to work on the fundamentals of shooting without using tons of expensive ammo. That's crazy. It felt almost exactly like a real gun, but without the recoil. That's because CERT models its pistols after real guns. They have multiple models from real companies that have realistic trigger pull. And most of them have a removable magazines, so you can even work on reloading. Wow, no wonder it helps so much. Yeah, and the best part is that if you go to certpistol.com, you can get 10% off with the coupon code IMPACTDEFENSE. Awesome. How do you spell that again? S-I-R-T, CERT. Cool. Okay. So, oh, yeah, I guess it's time for the new story of the day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I'm jumping all over the place. I'm still trying to figure out how to run a board and 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 talk and everything else all at once. All right, so here we go. Okay, this news story is brought to us um, from 2021 in Tennessee. So, a good Samaritan caught an alleged car burglar and held him at gunpoint until the police arrived. I just heard alarms go off. The victim we spoke with doesn't want us to release their name, but early Wednesday morning, a car burglar smashed her car window. The victim said that somebody had been breaking into many cars lately in her apartment complex. I was scared. First thing I was thinking 
was if this is an actual individual if this is the actual individual we don't know what he is capable of victim came out of her apartment camera rolling and captured one of her neighbors gun drawn holding an alleged car burglar in check they found so much on him he had a gun other people's phones money he said i don't live in this area i was just walking home but he had on a bulletproof vest Mm. according to the police the suspect is a 22 year old the man holding him uh, holding him down as a resident and an ex-security officer armed with his own handgun and keeping the suspect in place until the police can arrive when asked about him wearing a bulletproof vest the good samaritan who is preferred to not be named said i thought it was odd like he had done it before and he was already planning on something happening the good samaritan tells the news that he was ready for anything he wasn't nervous but he said uh the suspect probably was i asked him why he was pulling on door handles he swore he wasn't and i said you're probably the one who broke into my car last night for him or anyone to do that it rubbed me the wrong way i mean it was a good thing that guy was there yeah yeah the woman coming out of her apartment to like camera rolling watching a guy holding someone at gunpoint for touching her car <laughs> yeah i mean if they found all that he stuff was wearing on, a bulletproof blue, yeah. vest Gosh. a car burglar <laughs> wearing a bulletproof vest so i had actually heard somebody before talk about um bulletproof vests and stuff like that from a legal perspective and you know if you're walking around with a bulletproof vest on and it's just kind of a part of your everyday normal kind of thing if that's you might be a little weird but there's nothing wrong there but in the sake of kind of like all of that put together he's wearing a bulletproof vest has other people's phones on him yeah he has other people's crap with him um yeah i don't think that looks too good for him i don't think so Uh either (laughs) yeah all right so i guess that's been the news story today i never go anywhere with my bulletproof vest and extra phones So you always have your extra phones on you? I mean, I do have two phones with me most of the times. So. Oh, me too. But that's because I still have not managed to make myself <laughs> switch over just because I phone plans are expensive and I haven't, and I'm indecisive. <laughs> yeah, I get I'm it. trying to decide Mine, what, what the best option is there. Mine isn't too expensive. And every time I think, hmm, I'll sign up for this one, the gas prices increase. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> so are we talking about the levels of awareness right now? Yeah, I think that's what we're going to start with. Specifically in regards to Cooper's Color Code? Yeah, we, we, I, I think Cooper's Color Code is a great way of uh, explaining the levels of awareness. And I've heard people talk about different levels and are different low awareness medium awareness high awareness you know i was like ah just cooper's color code works so well yeah there's no need to reinvent the wheel there he did a great job when he did that i think the uh by adding on to what he did in that black which we'll get to uh, i do think that was a good thing but outside of that you know keep just just work with what what's there because it's great you don't need to make it your own yep do you want me to give a quick rundown of cooper's color code yeah, that would be wonderful. 
Okay, so Cooper's color code consists of five colors with the additional black. Um, well, including the additional black. Right. It starts with white. Level white is just a state of la-la land. You're not really paying attention to anything going on around you. You're just not aware. That is condition white. Condition yellow is the step after that where you are, in general, paying attention to your surroundings. And you can kind of tell when something's off because you're paying attention. Level orange is when you're suspicious of something in your surroundings. So your uh, senses are notifying you that there is just something slightly off. And you're beginning to mentally prepare um level red is when some an altercation of some sort is actually happening you are having to take some course of action be it talking someone down taking physical action or uh, removing yourself from the situation mm-hmm. um, and then condition black is the condition you never want to be in so condition black is when you go into mental shutdown usually condition black uh, directly follows something happening when you're in condition white so you're not paying any attention something happens and now you've mentally shut down because your brain did not have time to prepare yeah yeah so looking at each one of these um and we'll kind of get into some other things later so we'll try not to get too far yeah. off the beaten path here but can uh, we also maybe share some stories of when we were in condition yellow and condition orange yeah yeah so, but like, um, you know, condition white, you know, I think most people live there. Uh, you know, you're walking around Walmart. We do one of our classes that we do. Um, it is so much fun. <laughs> our Defender course that lasts over a weekend. Uh, one of the things that we do is we take a trip to Walmart at like 9.30 on a Friday evening or 9 o'clock or something. Which like apparently we need to switch that to 7 because we've always missed the crazy Walmart days by a couple hours. Like the past two times we've That's went. That's I said, the past two times. Not, not always, but the past two times we have. Yeah. Yeah, the first time it went really well. And then this past time, uh, two times, we've had people who have been at Walmart a couple hours before us and be like, man, that must have been a crazy night for you guys. It's like, no, actually it was fairly quiet. They're like, really? Because at seven, it was insane. So we might want to switch to seven. <laughs> start off, we'll go, we'll go a little earlier. Uh, used to, 9.30 was like the, the peak of craziness there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we used to do that. But yeah, we might do it a little earlier. But anyway, walking around Walmart during that time uh, is amazing to see how many people were just like buried in their phones, not really paying attention to what's going on around them. Um, you know, I mean, we had a guy at one of the first ones that we did following gentry and kylie around walmart and Mm -hmm. and all of us being well i will say all of the people who were anywhere near them while they were walking through walmart um all of our people anyway they were obviously being aware and so gentry and kylie and other groups all noticed the guy following them yeah yep yep uh but we had a guy or a group of guys about three guys uh following the guy who was following them which i kind of really find hilarious because that guy had no earthly idea he was being followed it's like while he was following someone else <laughs> it's funny how the wolf doesn't think he doesn't have to I know. doesn't think sure. he has to look out for sheep dogs but but yeah i mean we you need to be aware when you're going around yeah i mean it's just you have to be just aware of everything that's going on around you i'm not telling you you need to walk around paranoid but you know pay attention to stuff that's going on around you like i mean i was just sitting so memorial weekend was not that far away so it was pretty recently 
Um, and like that past week, we had uh, another mass shooting in a school and everything. And I was actually in a new church building. So like I was just visiting a friend at their church because they asked me to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard a noise during the middle of the service. I was paying attention to the service. I hadn't really thought to be paying too much attention. I was almost in condition white. And then all of a sudden I hear a noise that I'm assuming probably just came from someone in the back's phone at this point. But it was the sound of a scream, but mm. it was muffled. And I couldn't, I, I all of a sudden was just like everything flashed in my head of the shooting that had happened the past week yeah. and realizing that I had not actually mapped out anything. Like not, I hadn't played my what if games, which we'll get into later. Yeah. Um, and I just had this sudden realization of I had just been sitting there completely focused on what was being said by the pastor and not really thinking about anything else going on. And, and you know, if you're going to be sitting in church, you, you should. You, yeah, you should, you should focus pay on attention to the pastor. Yeah. I realized that I wasn't paying attention to anything else, too. Yeah. But at that at that moment, I just had that realization, and it flashed into my head that it was, you know, Memorial Day weekend, and anytime it's a holiday weekend, it's let, let's be real, more stuff happens around holidays. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I am now sitting straight up and... <laughs> paying really close attention i am fighting the urge to make an excuse to stand up and step out into the hallway just to kind of walk around because i don't think that church actually had a real security team um and i definitely didn't notice one uh so if they have one i don't think it's very organized gotcha but i was fighting the urge to stand up and kind of like walk the area and see if i can find where that sound came from but i decided that I was actually in a fairly good position that if I needed to duck under the line of chairs and make my way around, I probably could. But it was just kind of that moment where I teach mental preparedness and awareness, and I was not there until I heard something, you know? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, Um, everybody can fall at some point in time. But I was the only one who snapped to attention because of it. No one else seemed bothered by anything. Yeah. Well, so many people go like, oh, we ain't nothing like that's going to happen here until it does. And at that point in time, that's when people tend to, they get shocked because yeah. like, oh, it's not going to happen here. And then all of a sudden it does. Yeah. You know. And then you have the knowledge that you are most like, if you do as much training as we do and as much teaching as we do, you have that knowledge in your head of you're probably the most trained person to deal with a situation mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And so you're sitting there going, oh. It would probably be up to me. Yeah. yeah. If there's no security team or anything along those lines. It's like, and you have to have a plan, you know? And it's different when you're, when you just take the, the classes or anything. But everyday people, they don't realize that, that they need to know how to do something and well, need to be ready to do. do something. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing how many people are content with living in condition white. Yeah. Because not just knowing what's going on around them, but not being aware of the actual risk to their safety in general, that something could happen to them. Yeah. Yeah. I have a story where I went from white to yellow to orange, like very quickly. So I was at my grandma's house and I was sitting at the kitchen table and, um... 
she got up off the couch, went around to the door, and said, watch my back. I was like, watch watch your back, what? Because I hadn't noticed that a guy was walking up to the house. And so once I saw that she was actually talking to someone, I quickly got behind her. And I started thinking, I didn't really pay attention to the conversation. I just started thinking if this guy came in, what would I use to like back him off back down the steps? And so I had a chair right in front of me. I was like, hmm, I could use a chair to back him off downstairs. Luckily, he never did. He went off and he was supposed to go to like the library which was one way, but he went the other way. So I don't think his intentions were... Yeah, she sent him away. Yeah. So, and then there was also a time, just like this morning, where me and you were getting breakfast, and Mm -hmm. I just noticed a guy walking very strangely over to where we were, but then quickly turned, and then went back up very quickly. And then he did something with his hand, like reached it up high. He kind of had... He looked a little sketchy. anyway and then you know and so i didn't eat until i didn't see the guy anymore (laughs) i mean i had to stop in at a restaurant one day uh just a like fast food place a local one um that was really nearby to get some food at one point and like i walk in the door and i do my usual scan of the area you know and i do notice this one really Really tall dude and his wife who just look a little bit too energetic, you know? Like, they were, like, artificial energetic. Like, I think they were on something, you know? <laughs> um, and so I'm paying kind of close attention to them, but I start to notice that they have, like, nodded and acknowledged a couple of the people coming in. So now they have other people that they know coming into the restaurant. And I look down at the guy's leg, and he has an ankle monitor on. Um... So I'd say he's not too far away from his house. <laughs> nope. I wouldn't think. Um, or somebody's coming to pick him up one. Or away from his county. <laughs> um, but so more people that these sketchy people know are coming into the restaurant and just kind of all around. And they keep making excuses to go back up to the counter. Like they don't have quite enough ketchup. Or they want their refill, or they were just wondering if they had this. You know, back up to the counter more than anybody I've ever seen at a restaurant. And there's just me and, like, one other person there that weren't from it. So as soon as I get my food, I leave. <laughs> but I was sitting there going... Did you take the one other person with you? Or, or was, it, was it somebody you were with? It was or? not somebody I was oh, with. Oh, okay, I got you. No. I thought, man, you just kind of like this cold. You just leave somebody. Uh, your friend, you just leave them in the restaurants <laughs> on your own. <laughs> no, I didn't know the person who was there. Um, they were the only person in the restaurant not like acting like they knew those people. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I was just sitting there going, what? I wouldn't be surprised if I hear that something went down after everybody left because they were just making excuses to stay longer and longer, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, I never heard of anything coming from it, but it was just sitting, I, I was just, it, it's something that you don't notice unless you're actually paying attention. Yeah. yeah. So you know? basically you have that level of white, you're not really paying attention, but you know, you're out in public, you were already in yellow. Um, you know, you see this thing go on and you say, hmm, okay, that's kind of sketchy. So it throws you right into orange and you're, you have a plan and your plan is at that point in time, 
maybe I should just leave in a void. And that's great because if you can leave in a void and never have to go into red, that's so much better. Yeah. Um, even if it's just the possibility. And we're not we're not promoting paranoia. And no. that's what uh, I think every time that's we post something. That's what a lot of people are afraid of. Uh, of us promoting par- paranoia? Yeah. Yeah. They're afraid well, of. I don't want to be paranoid about things going around. Or, it's not yeah. being paranoid. It's being smart. Yeah. I mean, it's not asking you to, we're not saying, oh, don't, don't leave your house. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, it's not that. It's just if you see something kind of sketchy, remove don't yourself. Don't ignore it. Yeah. yeah don't, don't ignore it and say, oh, it'll probably be all right. Um, I it have- probably will be, but it may not. And if it's not going to hurt you or someone else to just leave, just leave, you know. Um, I have a question for you. What was going through your head when you saw that guy? Oh, I was just kind of keeping an eye on him. I noticed that. Uh, I noticed that you just almost was like ready to stare him down. He never looked into the vehicle, which I was glad because we were just eating, sitting in the parking lot this morning. Um, I still didn't eat until I know that he was gone. Yeah, gone. Yeah, she was. She I mean, his back was to us. He was a hundred yards away. She still wasn't eating yet until he was out of sight. I was like, yeah, you calm down a little bit. It's all right. Um, so, uh, but anyway, you know, you have that, that level orange and you're starting to like really, really, you know, make a plan, uh, and maybe carry out that plan if that plan is avoidance. And then that level red is when that action is taking place and it could be verbal it could be physical. You have no idea. The thing that you were talking about, um, freeze. And we actually talked about this two podcasts ago when we had that Joshua Sullivan on, Mm -hmm. we're still going to do, um, we're still going to talk about because I think in our next podcast, um, or maybe the podcast after that one, probably the next podcast, unless we end up with a, another guest on, um, we're going to talk about active shooter again, and maybe like how we as a society can like stop these things and the best way to do it. And we're not talking about gun control, um, how the best way to actually stop these things because these things need to be looked at as like. Uh, um, you know, uh, mental issue. But anyway, uh, I, uh, forgetting all that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, the best way to not freeze or go into condition black is stay out of condition white you're, when you're in public. Because yes. we've discussed this, Please. I think, on the podcast. Every time we watch people go from or freeze they were completely caught off guard. They were completely in la-la land. And even when, like, I was doing some combatives training, I know I've told this story on podcast, I was doing a combative certification. It was down for, like, a week-long class. And this one poor lady who had done martial arts all her life who thought she was going to walk away with this certification in an empty can combatives because she was a black belt and she thought she knew everything. She thought she was all that. When she was put in that situation, she was like, oh, okay, let's just, like just kind of like standing there waiting around just not and all of a sudden crap hit the fan and she just like completely froze up um so that's you know you've got to actually pay attention and look for things and and all of that look for things that kind of stick out to you as not normal um now speaking of that and kind of getting into that we're using our awareness uh we're trying to condition ourselves mentally so you want to like know that there are certain ways to that you're going to react to a threat um you know you could comply you could call attention you, you know you do Flee. yeah you could run away Bye. you could decide to fight them 
Freeze. Uh, or you could freeze. There's, these are anything that could happen. Now, we're not saying that these are the things that should happen. No. Knowing your options is important. Yeah. Yes. A freeze is not really voluntary, but... Because of all you train, let's say that you're the one who do, has done martial arts all your life. If the only reaction you train is fight, that's the only weapon in your tool belt. Yeah. You yeah. might not you might not think to do something else that might have been a smarter decision, you know? Yeah. Um, and you're going to be asked that if... Uh, even if you do something in self-defense, you can still be sued civilly. Um, yeah. And depending on the laws of your state, you know, you can be sued by the person you were defending against, you know. You have to build your options, not just sticking to one thing. It's like, oh, well, I know how to fight off this. Okay, but do you know how to talk someone down? Yes. Do you uh, know how to take a deep breath and then remove yourself from the situation? Yeah. Um, do you know how to slow down and decide on the best course of action instead of just reacting physically immediately? Yeah. You know, and otherwise, there's the the other people who, they're just like, oh, well, if someone has a gun to me, I'm just going to comply. Well, there are some things that are not worth complying for. Yeah. Yeah. So if all if all you're planning on doing is complying when that happens, then that's your only option as well. And what happens when you're in a situation where you're not willing to comply, then you don't have anything else to do. So, uh, and we teach this a lot. We tell us a lot, you know, somebody holds a gun, you holds a knife at your throat and says, give me your money. Uh, you give them their, your freaking money because yes. there's no need. You just comply. Uh, they are probably not going to kill you. Yeah. If yeah. they're okay. using a gun so. to ask for your money, then they're, their goal is to generally get your money, not yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So we need, we need to think that too. We are going to play the odds a little bit in that situation. If they're asking for something uh, material, we're going to go ahead and just give it to them. Uh, but like, unless it's keys to your car and your kids in your car. Well, yeah, but that that changes it completely. Yeah. Um, but but I'm going to comply. But I'm going right to comply that. and then be ready because there was a situation in the UK where this uh, these two criminals they uh, they caught this guy. And they said, give me your wallet and your watch and all your stuff. And he gave them everything. And then they killed him. They started stabbing him. So, you know, when you comply, you comply knowing that there's a possibility that you still may have to fight. You know? So that's, that's kind of the thing. We need to make sure that even if you comply, you still have to be ready just in case yeah. the crap hits the fan because it still can. If they're asking for, some, for something material, we're going to go ahead and give it to them. Yes past that though uh, one of the things that we do quite a bit in our women's self-defense abduction prevention no 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 this one's purely women's um is we will ask one of them to come up we get a volunteer we always ask for a volunteer because i'm not just going to like randomly pick somebody because we don't want to have like a breakdown i will get somebody to come up and i will grab them by their hair and put a knife in their throat and say what would you say if i ask you you know, get in the van or I'm going to shove this knife through your neck. And that sounds horribly violent. Okay. And let me tell <laughs> you, I do not feel, I feel like a horrible person when I do that. It just makes me feel terrible to even do that. Yeah. Uh, that does definitely not come naturally to me. And uh, most of the time people look at me and go, I-, I would get in the van because of the fear in that moment. And you, I used you as an example one time because nobody would, would come up uh, and you said that was there was something about that one was just very it really yeah, overtook your one, emotions. In that specific situation, you had a uh, training gun in your hand, yeah. And I had 
I had never trained from that specific position before where, like, you had my hair and you had the gun to my neck and you were right there. And I had never, like, thought about that specific one before. Yeah. And so that was the only one where it was just going, oh, oh, crap. <laughs> but, I like, for me, I wasn't in the freeze yet. That one was, yeah. was the only one that had ever just caught me off guard, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm able to go into the place of, okay, I'm training. You know, I have... I. For, for me, I have that mental zone of I'm training. I'm going to do whatever I have to do in training to prepare me for this real situation. There was something really real about that one. Yeah, there, yeah. there's something that is just this, it's like throws you into a spot. I, it really mm-hmm. does. Um, so that's, some, that's why we do that one because we want to try to tell them, you know, in that situation, they're wanting you. Uh, they're probably not going to put that knife through your neck, honestly. Uh, so, you know, we try to say, you know, but it even, even if they were to try to do that, we have to remember the principle that action is faster than reaction. So we want to act as quickly as possible. And we yeah. do not want to ac- Just comply. because a training situation catches you off guard and your initial thought is there's nothing I can do to this, that doesn't mean there isn't something you can do to that. Right. And to have part of mental preparedness is preparing yourself to slow your thought process down and think clearly about what will happen if you comply what will happen if you try to flee? What will happen if you yell for help? What will happen if you try to fight? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and which action is worth the consequence? Mm-hmm. Because in that situation where they're holding your hair and holding that knife or that gun to your neck and they're saying, get in the van, at that point you're thinking about that knife or that gun to your neck, but you're not thinking about what happens when you get in the van. Right. Uh, and like one thing we do teach like kids and adults and everything is like if you're in a parking lot and somebody grabs you and tells you to be quiet and they're trying to shove you somewhere, you want to make as much noise and cause as much commotion as possible yes. because you want to try to call attention to the situation. And I had somebody uh, ask me one time, well, what if they what if they tell you that if you like scream, they're going to cut you or they're going to shoot you or they're going to I said, um, no. But most likely, if you yell, they're going to run away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we have to play the law of averages on all of these things. And, and for the most part, it, it tells us, statistics show us that if you make a lot of noise, these guys run. They don't stick around because they're, trying, they're not trying to get caught. And they shoot you. Uh, how loud is that going to be and how much attention is that going to get from people? So uh, it, it doesn't really, make any sense. I think it's that, a great threat. I think that but gun it, is louder than my scream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So, and then, you know, if you can run, freaking run. You know, if you're... um, Yes. (laughs) Kyle is is the yes person for this podcast right now at the moment. Um, But, like, if you're in a parking lot and somebody pulls a gun on you and they're, like, a car length away from you, um, freaking run. I think we've talked about it many times. Uh, Most most of the time, most people really suck at shooting, especially handguns. So, if you run, uh, they're probably not going to actually try to shoot you. But even if they do, your chances are that they are not going to hit you, you know. And and I think you said it before. You can get shot in a lot more places and live than you can places and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Your your body has a lot more non-lethal areas than it does lethal areas. Exactly. So take comfort in that. Yeah. So, and then the other thing that we were talking terrible. about. terrible. I know, but it's true. It really is true. Um, so another thing with all of that is let's think about, the what if games um and at some point in time we've talked about we want to do an entire podcast on this and we probably will come back around and do an entire podcast on the what if games yeah. but just to kind of give you a, 
Sorry, Callista. Yes, yes. I'm. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find yep. points to speak. Sorry, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, so the what if games would be like if you sit down at the restaurant and you go, hmm, that that thought that goes in on the back of your head. What if when I'm sitting here, somebody comes through the door and starts shooting up the place? And most people in society will tell you, don't, no, 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 put that out of your head. Don't think like that. Don't, don't think like that. And the fact of the matter is, if you do think like that, then if something was to actually happen, chances are you would have a much higher chance of survival. So maybe you should think like that. Okay. What, what if that noise wasn't just a noise? What if it meant more? And what options do you have? And which one of those options plays out the best? Let yeah. them play through in your head, but don't let don't let them make you afraid. Yeah. Let yeah, them yeah. make you prepared. Right. And I always tell everybody, every time we start talking about what if games in classes, I said, if it's anything you think that John Wick would do in the movies, then go ahead and get that out of your head, because that's probably not going to happen. Um, you are not John Wick. And, uh, you know, Keanu Weaves isn't. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves is not either. You know, that's 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 a movie. It's an awesome set of movies, but it's still movies. So we just need to remember that that's actually not going to happen in real life. Um, so but just as you go day to day and you find yourself in a situation, you can go allow your brain to go, what if something horrible happened in this situation? How would I react? Okay. Now, I don't want you, again, we go back to being paranoid. The goal is not paranoia. The goal is not for you to walk around going like, well, what if this would happen? What if this would happen? What if this would happen? I'm just going to die. You know, that's not the goal. The goal is to go, you know, what would this? What if this happens and how can I stop it? Training yourself to be calm. Like, not just how would I react if, because that could make you jumpy. But in your what if games, go ahead and start planning your moment to assess. Yeah. Start planning yes. your moment to go. <sighs> and if you run up against a what if or you have no earthly idea what you would actually do in that situation. Find what to do. <laughs> yes. Don't sit there in ignorance and fear. Look up Impact Defense and see if they have any videos on it. Oh, yeah. I've heard about those guys. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I hear they have this podcast. Yeah, and they got some new equipment. <laughs> 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 yeah, they have their podcast. They have their um, an Instagram online training and, uh, courses, Facebook, and uh, YouTube, and online training courses. And they're coming out with new online training courses. And yeah, and just, and, and and shirts so you can look cool while you're executing your plan. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, idea of what if games is to kind of get your your brain doesn't know the difference if from between reality and just what happens inside your head. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. So if you go through it in your head you have essentially gone through it as far as your brain is considered it's happened so anyway we're going to do an entire podcast on that now understand that whatever happens and whatever you do that your actions have ethical legal moral and physical consequences yeah whatever that is and that means that you may defend yourself in such a way that you ended up or you end up getting sued or scrutinized by the police or whatever uh you need to make sure that whatever you do is within the laws if at all possible um yeah there's that whole stuff um the whole saying that i would rather be judged by six or sorry judged by 12 than carried by six and i get that 
Um, but that is not a license to go over and beyond every single time. You know, it would be nice to be able to defend yourself and still be at home with your family. Yes. Right. And not be, you know, sued for every penny that you have and or may earn for the rest of your life because that happens too. All right, guys. So as we are about to wrap up, we're going to hear a uh, an ad from our most awesome sponsor. So, uh, yeah, don't forget these guys because they did hook us up with this awesome, awesome equipment. Jada, why do you look so sad? Oh, man, I spilled coffee on my shirt this morning. Hey, your shirt's nice. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got this from faithandfreedom.clothing. I haven't heard of that site. Um, y- You should have. We, it, they've been a sponsor of a podcast for like... A while now. I know, but I thought we were doing a bit. <gasps> oh, well. Might as well finish it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did recently change the site. It's now faithandfreedom.clothing. Oh, that must be completely different. Do they sell any different shirts now other than just faith and freedom related clothing? Actually, yes. They have coffee shirts. They have now Aww. martial arts shirts. And even a few car shirts. I don't need a coffee themed shirt. I already have one. It doesn't count if it's covered in coffee. Anyway, babeandbrim.clothing. Visit the site today. I will be. So, as I'm listening to the ad, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? I think we need to record new ads with the new equipment. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Summarize, Jada. Okay, so we're talking about mental preparedness in this. Oh, not we're talking, but... We did we spent, talk. Yeah, we spent this episode talking about mental preparedness and just the different levels of that. Um, whereas we're, we're adding in awareness and different reactions that you need to prepare yourself to have, conditioning yourself to go for those options, and then playing what-if games to decide on the proper course of action so that you can live with the ethical, legal, moral, and physical consequences of your actions. And you did that so well. It's like you had notes in front of you or something. I know. It's crazy. I, it's, it's almost like I had all of our points in front of us so that I could find the best wording to summarize them all. Yeah, we're trying this new thing called, like, organization. Planning stuff out. Wow. And planning. I know. It's amazing. I think we need a cheering sound effect. Oh, wait. That's right. We've got it. Wait. We got and... responsible? Yay! Yay! We're impressed too. <laughs> okay, yeah, we f- we almost forgot about all of the other sound effects on the board this episode. Yeah, so. well, I mean, you use them too much and they become cheesy. That's true. I don't. I don't want to do that. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts, rate us, and please write us a review. That way we can start reading your reviews on the podcast. You know, we talked about that review mm-hmm. last podcast that you that we said mm-hmm. that you had told me that right before the last podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know what we didn't do? What? You still don't have your phone with you. Hang on. <laughs> I have it on. She's going to use magic to summon her phone out of her iPad. It's amazing how that works. Oh, look. I got a note on my thing that says Kylie left. Bye. <laughs> okay. This podcast is great. I never miss an episode. Thank you, Ryan343. So you can be like Ryan and leave us some messages or leave us a review as well. Or you can leave us some messages. That's fine. Or you can leave us some messages. Yes, we can do that too. Go to the website, uh, impactdefense.online, 
And once you're at the website, you can contact us through there. And if you have any questions or thoughts or anything else, you can go ahead and ask us. And uh, we might can address that on the podcast as well. Yep. Uh, so thank you guys so very much for listening. And uh, we will see you in the next one. Bye. Goodbye. to hear our own. Let us know how you feel about this news.